0: If you love the Black Married and Debt Free podcast, if you get any joy, if we've ever done anything for you, do us a huge favor and go and give us a five star review on this podcast. Leave us a comment if you like, but that helps our viewership ranking. Peace. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. What's good, everybody? This is Marcus from Black Mary Death Free, and you are checking out our QuickCast. Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, Black Mary Dead Free, and I would like to welcome you to another episode of the QuickCast, powered by Black Mary Death Free. I hope you're having an amazing holiday season. This is the week before Christmas, or as I affectionately call it, Christmas. Uh, and I'm playing hurt today, y'all. I'm not gonna lie. Um, your boy got the C word. It was diagnosed with the C word on Monday, but I'm pushing through. You know what I mean? I'm pushing through. I've been isolated from the family. I'm in my little uh room where I, we record our podcast. It's also kind of my man cave, and so uh, it's been rough. You know, I'm missing my bed, missing the family. But this is day four, so hopefully I'll be feeling better just in time for Christmas, right? Wouldn't that be just poetic? Uh, but I had, to, I had to hop on to, to record this podcast because, you know, I really enjoy these, number one. Number two, and you are showing that you enjoy these. You, the listener. I, I'm doing this for you right now, that, that person that's listening to this, that enjoys this. I know how it is. To set your watch to your podcasts, to your content uh, that you consume. You set your watch to it. You work out to it. You do all these different things. I'm the same way. And so when I when one of my favorite podcasts or like YouTubers or whatever I consume, when they're like off for a week, I'm, I'm, it just, it just ruins my day. Right. And I don't want to do that to you. And I really want to say thank you all to. Everyone who's been downloading the Black Mirror Day Free Podcast, we are creeping towards 1 million downloads. And so continue to download the podcast, share this with your friends and your family. This is clean content. This is, we're talking about our journey. For those of you who are new to the Black Mirror Day Free Podcast, we are a husband and wife that paid off six-figure debt. We are now investing, uh, we're going to be talking about um, investing to the max on our 401ks or our Roth IRAs, uh, even to some brokerage accounts, a kid's custodial accounts. And we invest in real estate out of state. And so we talk about our journey to financial independence and we also bring other people on who are doing similar things. And so, and we talk marriage. I mean, we, we've been married 15 years. And so this is really uh, really what we're all about here at Black Married and Debt Free. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So let's get right into it. Today, we're going to be talking about the big changes to the retirement system via an article in Yahoo Finance. And we're going to kind of reference an article in Wall Street Journal. Now, I did a podcast a few months ago, I believe, where I talked about how they're upping the limits going into 2023, the, the uh, maximum contribution limits for your 401k and for your Roth IRA. Currently, the maximum contribution to your employer matched 401k is $20,500. Okay, for a Roth IRA, the maximum contribution currently is $6,500. Uh that's going to be going up in twenty twenty three. The four oh one K is gonna go up to twenty-two thousand five hundred dollars, and then the maximum contribution for a Roth IRA, I believe, let me let me double check this now. I believe it's seven thousand five hundred dollars. Let's 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 take a look here. Uh I don't want to To Roth IRA. Let's see. Let's see. Good old Google. Okay. So currently I believe it's you know oh, okay. It's it's going to six thousand five hundred. Sorry about that. It's going to six thousand five hundred in twenty twenty three, and currently it's at six thousand. There we go. There we go. Let me take a little sip of this tea. Ah, sips tea. Anyway, so that's where we're at. So what does that mean for you? Um then if you listen to us for any length of time, you know that we invest in the stock market through these two vehicles. A employer, employer uh matched. 401 is a really great tool because it limits your taxable income. So me and Shire both contributed to the match this year. So it's going to show that we made significantly less money to the IRS come tax season. That is great because would you rather give your money to Uncle Sam at the end of the year because you made X amount? Or would you rather be giving it to your future self? Another beautiful part about the 401k is to incentivize employees to to partake. Many employers do a match, right? A percentage match. So for me, they match 4% of my contribution. So if I contribute four or above, my employer contributes 4% of my yearly income. Just as a match. Some people have higher matches. Some people have an unlimited match. I know my uncle he used to work for a PGE and he always talked about how, like, they just match what you match. Now, that's insane, right? But think about how much money you could be potentially leaving on the table if you don't partake. Now, a Roth IRA operates differently because that's funded with after tax dollars. So that's funded with your money that you get at, you know after you've paid all the Roth, I mean, after you've paid your 401 and you've paid your federal and state taxes and all that stuff that, that check that you get home, you fund your Roth IRA with those dollars. And the benefit of that is when you go to withdraw, you've already been taxed. So you're not going to be taxed. You know, when you go to withdraw at, uh, I believe the age, let me see what's the age limit. Both of these have age limits that you can withdraw without penalty. I believe it's 59 and a half for for both. Okay, so you uh, you can't withdraw from any of these accounts until 59 and a half because there will be penalties, early withdrawal penalties. With Roth IRA, there will be no tax penalty, but with a 401k, there will be a tax at the time you withdraw. So these are great vehicles, and we invest in both of these which are directed to grab shares each month or bi-monthly of the total stock market index. Our Roth IRA grabs shares of VTSAX total stock market index. And our 401, so SHAR 401 grabs VTSAX also. And my 401 grabs a similar uh, total stock market index. I forget. I think it's straight street. It's a, it's a different fund, but it still monitors the total stock market index. And it has a these indexes give you balance and they give you very, very low fees. And That's important because your fees will eat into your profit, your total profit. So anyway, that's to make a long story short and a short story long. So I've talked about some of those changes, but there's more. There is more changes. So we're going to go through this article. It says, big changes in re- in the retirement system are included in the Congress's end of year bill, tucked into the 1.7 trillion dollar government spending bill of 2023. Lawmakers unveiled Tuesday a range of significant reforms to the American to help Americans save more for retirement. Now we know. Historically, Americans retired via pensions. Those have gone away in around the early 70s, I believe. That's when most businesses started switching to the 401k model because it puts more onus on the employee and it kind of moved away from the employer having to set up these these uh, pensions for employees, right? So social security was always there as a supplement, as a supplement to your retirement. And we know social security is being bled by the baby boomers, uh, by the silent generation. You know, the older folks are, are taking that and there's more people taking from social security currently than at any time. And so that social, the, 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 Social security is 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 kind of bleeding, right? It's it's kind of got like a hole. It's like a boat with a hole at the bottom, right? At some point it's gonna it's gonna sink. So the United States government knows that social security won't be able to play a bigger role in supplementing folks retirement as the years go on. So they want to they want employees to get more serious about investing in their own retirement via 401k model. So they 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 put some things in place to help folks do that. So let's go into this. Let's see. So what will the bill do? In a note Tuesday morning, Stifle chief Washington policy strategist, Brian Gardner explains how the bill would expand retirement savings options by allowing a deferral on mandatory withdrawals and increased catch-up contribution to 401k plans and provide new options for small businesses to offer retirement plans to employees. So currently, you know, smaller businesses aren't really able to 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 have like a matching 401 kind of system because they're they're small employees. They just have enough to have a small staff, you know, Uh, provide some some benefits you know medical whatever but beyond that you know it's kind of tough for small employees the small employers to offer retirement packages and stuff like that right so this bill has something in there that will make it a bit easier for them let's see what else uh, says other areas of focus are making it easier for small businesses who face hurdles to offering plans because of their size to offer retirement plans. It would also allow more part-time employees at companies of all sizes to enroll. So I don't know if you've ever like gotten a new job uh, and they have this like seasoning period where you can't really enroll until the retirement until like three, six months. Uh, some places I remember I got a job at, shoot, what was I? I forget how old I was, like early 20s, and it, it didn't let me enroll until I was like 25. You know, and I was just like, okay. But like little things like that, this bill, there's things worked into the bill that will cut back on stuff like that, which, 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 which I like. Another key part of the bill would change the age when people must start taking mandatory distributions from their private retirement accounts. The Secure Act increased the required minimum distribution age to 70, uh, from 72, I'm sorry, it, 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 uh, it increased the required minimum distribution age to 72 from 70. Now, under this spending bill introduced on Tuesday, the age required would raise again to 73. And then again in 2030, so that, that's that's going to happen on in next year, right? It's going to raise the, the age to 73. And then in 2033, it's going to raise it again to 75. So this bill also increases the so-called catch-up contribution allowed for savers at ages 62 to 64. So the catch-up contribution is like at a certain age, you can put more in, right? So, at 62, your your limit, when I talked about the limits on the front end of this pot, they increase, right? So that older folks can invest more. Well, now they've widened that age range and they've lowered that from 64 to 62. So now you can really like catch up if you need if you need to by contributing more. So I think that's dope. Now let's talk about the minimum distribution age why is it cool that they're raising the minimum distribution age? So if the minimum distribution age of like your 401k is lower, your money has less time to season, right? I don't know if you just, just do yourself a favor and look at a retirement calculator. Okay. You can just play with the numbers, you know, set, set your number. uh, You know, you can just do set a, generic one I'm going to contribute 100 dollars a month from now until uh your current age until like 60, right? Then it'll pop you in and to say I I I uh, project a 10% return through those through those years, right? It'll spit you out a number. If you change that age from 60 to 65, you will see your money almost double or the it, it, the 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 amount that compound interest really begins to to get lit towards the tail end of that and you and so so just try that out and you'll see that if you're a person that don't you don't need to withdraw from your 401 maybe you do real estate maybe you have some other type of uh, income in retirement to where I really don't need to dip into my 401 until like I'm 75. Well, now they've pushed the age, you know, starting in 2023 where you won't have to, you won't be made to do a mandatory withdrawal until 75 where currently the minimum distribution is at 70, 72, excuse me, which means at 72, you have to start drawing down from your 401. And if you don't really need to, let's say you're making money in other ways, real estate, or you're you're using your 401 to fund your retirement or whatever. That money staying in there for just that little bit of from 72 to 75, you you, you can see so much growth, so much compounding in that short amount of time that they're trying to help folks be able to like see that. By backing up the mandatory withdrawal age. So I hope that made sense. So let's, before we go, we're gonna talk about the six biggest obstacles in retirement. Let's just talk about it. Okay. Number six, we're gonna start at six. Let me take a little sip of my tea really quick. All right, so start at number six. Saving for children's education. Now, this is based on a poll. This is based on a poll done by Yahoo Finance. Okay. Saving for kids' retirement. Okay, so the source, I'm sorry, the source of this is uh, Charles Schwab. Uh, based on a study they did, they... Uh, they did a survey on 1000 people in 2022. So 21% of people say their biggest struggle in retirement. Number six is saving for child education. Number five, paying off credit card debt, 24% of people. And if you listen to us for any length of time, you know that it's definitely going to be important for you to be debt free in retirement. Definitely want to, credit card debt free if nothing else number four the fourth biggest obstacle in retirement is unexpected expenses I could see how that would be a big obstacle because you have a fixed income right you're not getting merit increases every year you know and so an unexpected expense, man, that, that that could do damage. So 33% of people said an unexpected expense is their biggest obstacle. The third largest obstacle is stock market volatility. 33% of people voted stock market volatility. If you're doing what's called, if you're using a 4% rule, and I'm not gonna do a deep dive on it, we'll do another pot on that, but 4% rule is you drawing, let's say you have a million dollars, in a 401k and you want to use the 4% rule and say you're gaining 8% interest on average every year, you will be drawing 4% and living on 4% of the interest, which equates to about $40,000 if you uh, on a total of a million dollars. So if you're doing that, You know, that's cool. But what about the lean years in the market? What about a year like 2022? That was some trash. So what are you withdrawing from this year? Are you withdrawing from the principal? Or did you withdraw more on years that did better? You know, so it's a delicate dance and the volatility of the market can affect how you draw down if you're using that 4% rule. So market volatility is a big one. That's something we're we're all going to have to kind of, uh, figure out. Number two, keeping up with monthly expenses. That's hard for a lot of people that are currently working. So I know that that's going to be a tough one while folks are in retirement. So that's the second largest obstacle for retirement and number one on the list. Oh yeah you already know you guessed it the thing that's been kicking our butts all year long as a people inflation 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 Uh, that definitely makes sense so that is the biggest six biggest obstacles for folks in retirement i hope you guys enjoyed this pod i hope you guys got something out of it um looking forward to 2023 Me and Shire are going to try to increase our contribution to hit the next year's max. And I want to challenge you if you can to really tap into the 401k model, tap into your Roth IRA model to contribute to the stock market. Because even if we have a terrible year in the market, you're buying cheaper shares of whatever fund ETF stock you buy it's 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 on a discount so what happens is when the market rebounds which it will it always does you will see the gains that you will balloon along with the rebound because you bought so many shares you stay consistent you bought the shares so i'm looking for i'm hoping next year is is some trash and i'm gonna keep buying i hope the stock market is down next year and i hope i Me and Shire plan on contributing more to the stock market next year than we ever have. And when those shares grow, we grow with them. I don't know who said it, but a rising tide lifts all boats or ships. I think I said that right. I don't know. I'm sick, y'all. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. This is Marcus. I'm one half of Black Mary Death Free. I have fun, even though I'm pushing through. Merry Christmas to you and yours. And we're going to holler at y'all on the next episode. Peace.